welcome to the final episode of the Y2K podcast. I am still in Ireland and after today's voicemails, I am going to share with you a conversation I had last night with my parents and also a surprise guest. So this will be a long episode because there are lots of voicemails too. Suppose we'd better get going. Last week, Jess got a meeting in London about her screenplay. Kat spent Christmas in Sweden and found out she was up for a film role and Jono left a long message saying he wanted to try again with Kat. For the very last time, welcome to the year 2000. Hi Jess, I'm back in London, in Lee's room this time, <laughs> which uh, used to be my room, of course, just like old times. Not really, though. Feeling uh, a little more myself after a few days with my mother. She can be a little much sometimes, but she's been great really listening and not digging too deep. Um, Jono sent a voicemail yesterday on here. He's, uh, he wants to see me and he, he wants to try again. He says he's ready to change. He says he loves me. I haven't dared tell anyone but you. But of course I want to see him. And of course I... I love him too. So if there's a chance... I think we deserve that chance. I, I'm meeting him tonight, in a pub, neutral territory, you know? Oh, Jess, I'm so scared. But what if I can have it all back? What if he can change? I want that so much. I know you have your reservations about him, but... Things have been so hard, but also we've been so happy. I just want that again. I love you. Oh, Kat, I get it. And I am sending so many hugs your way. Just be careful, alright? If you do decide to get back together, take it slow, you know? I'm not... I can't hide the fact that this makes me very anxious, but you have to do what makes you happy. Please make sure he makes you happy, alright? Hey, at least I will see you soon, right? And we can talk properly about all this, and, uh... So, 
I'm flying in on the morning of the 31st UK time. Probably be completely jet lagged and confused, but Sharon said you are having some sort of New Year's dinner thing, so I'll definitely stay awake for that. Maybe I can have a nap in your room, um, Lee's room, if I need to. Can't very well nap on the couch midday. Feels surreal that I'll be back in Wood Green for New Year's again. Remember last year? Yeah, so much. Everything. Um, Rachel is doing well, no change really, so that is good. And Bree's moving in, uh, but you know all this. Let me know how everything goes, alright? And, uh, you didn't mention the movie. When are you meeting the movie people? I want to know everything. I love you so much. Oceans and oceans. Jess, we're back together. I'm so happy. <laughs> we said I love yous before even sitting down. It's like all that time I spent crying in Sharon's room was only a bad dream. But yes, yes, we are taking it slow. I am not moving back in yet. I can stay here for a bit. Sharon's going back to New York after New Year's and she's okay with me staying in her room. Also, uh, I gave back the ring. He's going to hold on to it until it feels right to ask me again. We'll be going on dates, which feels exciting. Like tonight, we are finally seeing that Romeo and Juliet production we were supposed to and... Well, you know. Reclaiming that, which is good, I think. I think he does want to change, Jess. He is trying. And I need to change too. But the main thing is we are doing it together. So, no worries, okay? <sighs> All this means that now I have energy left over to be nervous about this film meeting. It's tomorrow, and they haven't sent me any lines or anything, so I can't prepare. The film is a period piece on the Mongolian Empire, and it's being filmed in Kazakhstan, which I will admit is a country I had to look up on a map. I found some pictures seems like it's incredibly beautiful. I can completely see why they would set a film there. The character I'm up for is supporting, the younger sister of the protagonist's wife, but she's a bit of a tomboy, and so she puts on men's clothes and learns to ride, which means that if I get it, I'd have to spend a few weeks before I start filming just training stunt horseback riding. This is where I'm very grateful I stuck with it all those riding lessons growing up. I wouldn't have a chance at this role if I didn't already know how to ride a horse. So, we shall see. <sighs> Keep sending those hugs my way. Seems they are working. 
I'll let you know how it goes. Oceans of hugs. Hey, cat. Congratulations. If you're happy, I'm happy. Just keep being happy, all right? And break a leg today. You will be extraordinary. I know it. I have to go. I love you so much. And see you soon. Jess! I got it! I am going to Kazakhstan on January 14th. I can't believe it. I got a real film role on location, which pays real actual money. I am simply beyond excited. I, I have to run to work. I'll tell you all about it when I see you. Oceans and oceans. Hey, Jess. Claire. Cat says you are coming here. Suppose I'll see you. And it's easier to say this on voicemail than in person, so here we go. Crap, I'm no good at this. Get it together, Claire. I'm sorry, Jess. I wasn't good to you. Ooh. Sorry it's taken me so long to say it. Hey, I said two sorries in a row. Better quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> I hope you're good. See you soon. Bye. Ooh. Kirsten, hi, it's Jess. I suppose you've heard they're back together. I'm not surprised, only resigned. Didn't really think he'd let go that easily, but... Oh, it's so frustrating. <sighs> Just wanted to share that with someone who understands. Hope you have a happy new year, and uh, feel free to vent to me about this whenever you want. Oceans of hugs. Oh, Jess, I should have known it was too good to be true. And today, of all days, fitting it should be today, somehow. Today was my due date. I was supposed to have a baby today, but no baby for me. And no relationship. Fuck. I broke it off this time. The final time. He... I know he wants to change. But he just kept pushing. And he wanted to be happy about me going to Kazakhstan. I believe he really did, but in the end he tried to persuade me not to go, 
and to move back in right now and make wedding plans. And I wasn't ready to do either of those things. I wanted there to be a way, but I couldn't see it. So I just came back from breaking up with him. I'm prepared. I even wrote him a letter. I thought if he couldn't listen in the moment, maybe he could read it later and understand. But he wouldn't take it. <laughs> he wouldn't listen. <sighs> he was so hurt. And I can't. I can't do this anymore. I have to heal. I love you. Cat, I'm leaving this voicemail because I cannot give up, but I still believe you love me. And I do believe it. That was one thing you managed to convince me of yesterday. Even though that wasn't your intention. There has to be a way. I understand I gave you too much of an ultimatum. Again. But when you said you weren't sure we should be together, that made me so scared I stopped listening. I get so stuck in my patterns and expectations, and they are so hard to break, even when I recognize them. But I also need a certain type of pattern. I need to know what to expect, and I need to be able to predict what will happen. When I start thinking, I realize how foolish my actions are. Throwing your letter on the ground yesterday was stupid. You were right that I would have needed to read what you had to say. Right then I just felt like it would hurt too much to even hold it. But as soon as I calm down and the adrenaline stops pumping, I start understanding what you mean and realize you are right about a lot of things. I can't blame you if you do the same to this message. Erase it without listening. But you are not usually as foolish as I am when it comes to that kind of thing. Don't want to lose you. You are the best girlfriend I have ever had. I want everything with you. But I should have learnt to slow down. Probably much too late to realize that now. And it hurts to think that I may have to give this up. Perhaps I have learnt something for possible future relationships. Perhaps I can identify patterns better next time. But I'm not ready to give up hope. Not until you tell me that you don't love me anymore. That's when I know to stop fighting. I love you. Cat, I am so sorry. But I am also... I am also really proud of you for listening to yourself. All this, all this will make you stronger and you will heal. But 
it will probably take time. If you feel there are things you want to say to Jono uninterrupted, like in the letter, maybe do what he did and leave him a voicemail. <laughs> maybe it's good that you're going far away and doing something completely different in just a few weeks. Maybe that will make it easier to have something new to focus on. I'm so happy you have that, and I know you will be incredible. I'm off to the airport soon, which means I will see you in hours rather than days at this point. So we will talk. We will go for epic walks in Woodgreen, and we will talk and talk and talk some more. I love you, oceans of hugs. This is the letter you threw away. <sighs> Jono, I care about you so much. The feelings are there and will continue to be there. But something you said a few days ago has stuck with me. It's not about how much we love each other. It's about if we can live together. I would love for love to be enough for this to work. But we both know that it is not. When we broke up the first time, something broke in me. I was giving it my all. I believed so much in our relationship up until then even when it was hard, even when we were angry with each other. But it hurts so much that you chose to let the relationship end rather than consider changing your behavior. That broke my trust in you, in the relationship, and my energy and will to work on it just died. I didn't understand it then, but it damaged so much. And then I spent Christmas grieving. I was and I am so sad to lose you and what we have built. I came far in my mourning process much further than I realized. But then, when you wanted to try again, I was so happy. I could let all my feelings out again, and it was such a joy. You were mine again, and I got to be yours. The emotions took over. The problems remain, and my energy to deal with them is nearly gone. I wanted to ease back into the relationship and try to simply spend time with you. I was hoping I could find a way back and that I would see your willingness to change. 
there was no time. Yesterday, I had been thinking about this all day, and I understand that you noticed I wasn't fully present. But I felt attacked by your interrogation. I tried to avoid the conversation, but you kept asking, and I finally told you the truth. I didn't know. You were so unhappy, and it killed me to see it. And then the ultimatum, that I had to be sure I wanted to be with you, to spend time with you. In the same way, you earlier told me I had to choose between you and Jess. You close all these doors for me, and I understand you do it to protect yourself, but yesterday you closed the door to the one chance I had to move forward in the relationship. I can't live with that all-or-nothing mentality. For me there has to be compromises and an idea of meeting halfway. Otherwise we will only continue what we've been doing, where I try to compromise and you try to get your way or just give up. We cannot live together like that, Jana. It's destructive. I don't want us to hurt each other anymore. That's why I broke up with you. And that's why we will not get back together. It has nothing to do with how I feel about you and everything to do with the fact that we cannot live together. Hey, Sib. It's Bree. I'm here with Rachel and Maya. <laughs> Rachel has something to tell you. Jess, my love, she's here. Our baby is here. She's asleep in my arms and we are both well. Everything's good. It all happened very quickly. I'd just fallen asleep and then I woke up and contractions had started. Pre called the hospital right away, and they sent an ambulance. Followed the procedure. Yeah, seemed like a lot of fuss to me, but they do that when you're on bed rest, apparently. And they put all this extra monitoring stuff on me and the baby, but they needn't have bothered. She was in a right hurry, weren't you, little one? Still hurt like nothing I've ever experienced, but... Worth it. I would have loved for you to have been here. I'm sorry about the timing, my love. But you are where you needed to be. And Bree and Maya are taking really good care of us till you get back. We won't stop once Jess gets back, you know. <laughs> of course. So don't worry, love. We are well and happy and taken care of. Oh, and I can walk again. Not quite like usual, but I'll get there. 
Let me know when you've landed safely in London. Anything you want to add? Take care, Sip. All is good here. Don't worry, Jess. See you soon. I love you so much. Do what you need to do and then come home to your family. Love you, Sip. Love you, Jess. Bye. Oh, wow, I'm crying. That was a lot. And I have more. I sat down with my parents yesterday and asked them a few things I've been wanting to know. We also have a house guest, so you are going to get to hear her too. I'll be back again after this to finish everything properly. It is Christmas Eve and I'm here with my parents. Say hello. Hello. Hi. And we have someone staying here over Christmas. Hey, Ina. Hello. And though your listeners know me as Kat. <laughs> yes, Um, I wanted to give you all a chance to say something. I will play this after I've played the final voicemail, so this will be at the very end of the podcast. I have some questions if that's easier. I think so. Yes. yes. So, this isn't for you, Ina, but... Why don't I go make some glug and leave you to it? All right. So, Mum, Mama, this has been a really strange year for me. I've, as you know, your divorce, it's been really hard for me. Mm. And... Through these voicemails, I've spent all year listening to you when you first got together, and why can't it still be like that? Oh, Liv, that's the big one right off. And I'm not sure we can answer that. No. Relationships are odd things, really. I still love your mum, Liv. You know that, right? Yes. And I still love Rachel very much. But... We have lived together and loved each other for a very long time, and uh, now we both agree we are happier apart. But why? Many reasons. One is that your mum is really happy here in Ireland. I've had a good life here, but I would really like to go back to live in New Zealand. My parents are getting old, and most of the rest of my relatives are there, and I get to see them so rarely. And I was ready to move with you back to New Zealand, but in that discussion, it became clear that being together isn't really important for us anymore. But you want to be with other people? Someday, probably. Not right now. For me, anyway. Yes, someday, maybe? How can you both be so damn calm about this? Oh, this year, I felt like my world is being torn apart. Oh, Liv, darling, I'm so sorry. We both are, love. And, you know, neither of us have ever been the shouty type. We both get angry sometimes, of course. And we've had lots of arguments over the years. Mm. But we agree on this. I know you're hurting, Liv. Is it... (sighs) Has it gotten any easier over this past year? I I thought I was asking the questions. <laughs> it has. And listening to you two when you were closer to my age has helped somehow. Helped understand you better. Good. In that case, I'm glad you started this podcasting project. Really? Yeah. I know you've had your doubts. 
Yes, really. And my doubts have been... Not so much about me, but about all the other people whose voices are in there. When I, I found out, I was angry with you. You know that. Yeah. But also, I understood, I think. And we've gotten hold of everyone at this point. Yes, I made that my job, to make sure they didn't hear about it from someone else. Some, like Bree and Maya and Sharon and Emma, were easy. We're still in touch with them. And Ina talked to her mother, of course. She also found Claire. I tracked down Jono, eventually. Sent him an email, but never heard back. And that's everyone. Everyone whose voice is in there. Right, so... Last week I listened to the bit where you, Mum, Chess, is about to fly to London for a meeting about your screenplay, and knowing my birthday, I'm guessing you weren't there for my birth. That's right. I wasn't there. I hated not being there. But for what we knew at the time, it was the right decision. It was. But it sucked. I know. You only missed a few days. Yeah. Okay, but... The meeting? I've never heard of this film. <laughs> it was never made. Uh, they were interested, but it came to nothing. Oh. Very few people get their first screenplay made, you know. I did rework it years later into a novel, but no one wanted that either. The story's too complicated, I think. You should try it with your publisher now. Maybe. Might do that. Safe to enter now? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. One for you and you... And you. Thanks. I love this stuff. So do I. Have I had this before? <sighs> smells very Swedish. Mm, it is. Hmm, I like it. And very Christmassy. You must have had the kitty version at some point. So, um, anything else you want us to talk about, Liv? I can ask about the film you were talking about in the last voicemails, perhaps? Khan! Yes, that was my breakthrough, really. Led to so many other things. Was a pretty miserable shoot, though. Very cold and very dusty, and I spent so much time on horseback. But Kazakhstan was beautiful, and the crew was great. You... Sounds like you weren't exactly happy beforehand, so... I was completely devastated. But doing something new, something that required all of my attention, was really good at that point. Right. Don't know what else to ask about. Anything you want to say? We've talked quite a lot about this since you came home, but I want to say that I am really happy you found Mike. And I'm sorry we didn't manage to find him sooner. Yes, it's been something I've worried over many times over the years, and I'm so glad you've met him now. I'm glad too, though. I think I expected more, somehow. In what way? I don't know. Suppose I thought he'd be like my parents somehow. But he's really not. Maybe he can be something else? Yeah, we'll see. Anything else? <sighs> It's been strange, reliving all these happenings through your podcast. <laughs> yep. Yes. But I think it's been good, too. Some things I had forgotten 
Others I think I had rewritten in my mind a little. Memory is a tricky thing, right? Yes, some things I had completely forgotten. So, why did you save the files on your computer? I'm not sure, actually. I think it was an idea of preserving it somehow, like a kind of diary. It was a very important year for me, for all of us, 2000. Yep. Yes. Not sure I saved any of the later voicemails. <laughs> we got pretty busy with you, your mama and I. Right, and why are there hardly any baby pictures of me? That's what I was searching for to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> really? We could have told you that. When we moved to the UK in 2005, was it? Yes. We left a lot of stuff in storage in Auckland. Bree was going to help us ship it later. But there was a fire in the storage facility, so we lost everything. So, no big mystery? No. Alright, think we're done. Want to say happy holidays to the listeners? <laughs> happy holidays! Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Hello again. Back for the last time. I asked Tammy to join me. Hang on. Can you hear me, Tammy? Yes. Hello. Hello. So I asked you to join me to wrap this up, I suppose. Yeah, it's been fun. It has, but, you know, no more voicemails. I know. So what are you going to do with all of your free time? I don't know. More hikes? (laughs) There's always more hikes. Especially in New Zealand. Yes. Looking forward to going back to summer. Oh, yes. We're going back after New Year's. We are. After your birthday. Congratulations in advance. Hope it's a good one. Thanks. Somehow, I think it will be... We're about to end here, but you and I will keep talking and release it as a Patreon special, right? Yes. The final Tammy's Takeover, part four. The previous three Takeover episodes are available to our Patreon supporters from a certain level. Just go to patreon.com slash y2kpod to find out more. Exactly. But now, I think it's time to say goodbye to the listeners, right, Tammy? Yes, goodbye, and thank you so much. Yes, thank you, dear listeners, for coming along on this journey with me, with us. It's been... So much has happened, and I'm not even sure I'm the same person I was a year ago. I mean, of course I am, but... It's been... A year. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at y2kpod at gmail.com or to find out what I'm up to, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com. Our brilliant intro and outro music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm Olivia. Thank you so, so much for listening. Oceans of hugs. (laughs) Oceans of hugs. Bye. Bye.